Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriends, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because you know, it's just cool. It's just cool that we can connect on a podcast platform. When you ever like think about it, you press play on your podcast app and it's like you could be anywhere in the world. I right now am where we live in Austin, Texas. I'm sitting in my closet with my Britney Spears headset on. My dog Lizzie is literally sitting on my actual foot and I'm recording this episode for you and we get to connect. So like, thank you for being here. This is so awesome. And today's topic, I think you're going to vibe with. We're talking about future you. And I really like to use this relationship that I have with me now and me in the future as a driving force to get me to show up and then keep showing up consistently because I care about giving future me options and a life that she deserves. You know, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can make your version of future you feel more real now. And then I really want to help you like deepen your relationship with her so that you can show up in a more powerful way. So I've got a couple of different examples, like tactical things that you can implement that hopefully will be really helpful for you. So I'm really pumped that you're here. And before we dive in, I want to make sure that you know about a totally free way that you can connect with me outside of this podcast. Of course, we have Instagram, which if we're not connected on Instagram, head on over. It's just at Keisha.Fitzgerald. I love when you DM me your takeaways from the podcast. I personally answer all of my DMs. I love getting tags of the episodes. Like I just get so excited to hear what you think of this podcast. And then also, I have a company Instagram. It's SheGoes.Company. And right now, I'm just posting daily inspirational quotes. So if that's that's your jam. Head over and check them out. You can check the um, show notes for the link for both of those Instagram handles. But what I wanted to make sure you know about is my favorite way to connect with you, which is my text list. So essentially how it works is it's a way for us to communicate back and forth. You can text me back, but I also send out pump up texts totally free to your phone every Sunday evening. And then a few times randomly, like whenever I feel like it throughout the week. And it's basically in the style of like if a fortune cookie and your saucy bestie had a baby. (laughs) That's kind of the tone of it. So if you want in on the text list, you can text me anything to 512-548-2728. Again, that's 512-548-2728. 2728 and you can get added. Or of course, like if you're right now like cruising on the freeway or you're in Trader Joe's, like in the produce section, or you're like in the shower, which oh my gosh, I love thinking about how many of you are in the shower right now. Like, okay, that's not really weird that I'm thinking about you in the shower. But what I mean is like so many of you tell me you listen to this podcast in the shower, and I always think like, whoa, girl, toss that loofah in the air. But anyway, if you can't jot down the number, check the show notes or DM me and I'll make sure you get added to the text list. Okay, I'm squirreling a little bit. So let's reel it in and dive into today's episode. So if you like the science background, let me kind of set the stage here of this concept of future you and why this really matters. So there have been a lot of studies done in particular on your brain, that show our relationship or I guess lack thereof with our future self. So most people, if they're asked to imagine an experience in the future, 
or themselves doing something in the future, when their brain is scanned, it shows that there are areas in their brain associated with thinking about themselves currently that are unengaged when they're thinking about their future self. And basically what that means is it's showing us that in our brain, we don't feel a strong connection to our future self. And the same parts of our brain don't fire off when we think about future us versus us thinking about our current selves because we think of our future self as a stranger. And when you think of that as a problem, add in the fact that we actually live in a world where we're constantly wanting wanting instant gratification right? A world that drives us to like make a decision and then want immediate feedback or want immediate results. Well, when we don't have a relationship with our future self and we want immediate results or we make these instant gratification choices, that's extremely problematic. And like the example that just popped into my head is like, think of eating some cookies. Okay. Like maybe you right now wants to eat the cookies. Okay, you want to eat the cookies, you're like, yum, give me the cookies. You're not thinking about later you, right? And I'm not saying you just do this. I do this too. Sometimes I just eat the cookies and I'm not thinking about future me, right? But a later version of you in an hour that's going to have a stomach ache and just feel like super lethargic from sugar overload, right? And then we're definitely not thinking about way later us who's not going to feel confident in her body because of all of these instant gratification like choices that she's made that didn't serve her. Right. And of course, I'm not saying don't eat the cookie. Eat the cookie sometimes, girl. It's good for you. But what I mean is this applies to so many different aspects of our life. And it makes sense because as humans, we're wired to care about our own well being. We're literally wired to want to keep ourselves safe, which is why our brains are not wired for certainty. And it's also why we care more about ourselves now than a stranger. And we think of our future self as a stranger. So the question then to really like think about is how can we make our future version of ourselves feel more real? now? And how can we actually deepen our relationship with her so that we make choices that are going to set her up for success to build a life that she loves and deserves? So let me share a couple of ways that I actually do this, like tactical ways that you could actually implement. So first of all, I am intentionally stopping for a second whenever I catch myself saying this, you know, I'll do it later. I'll do this tomorrow. Instead, I stop and I'm like, hold on, let me visualize future me in real time. And what I mean by that is I essentially play out with a visual myself in the future and I get really vivid with it. Like when you're saying you will do something later, think about you later. What are you going to look like, right? What's it going to feel like versus if you're doing it now? Like what's the environment that you're in in the future? Because the more real that it feels, the less likely you're going to try and borrow motivation from yourself in the future when instead you could do it now. And what I mean when I say like, what's it going to feel like? What are you going to look like? I mean, picture like your actual outfit, right? Like if you're wearing something in the morning, but you're changing in the afternoon, like picture literally what you're wearing when you're thinking about future you so it can just feel super real. And I'll give you an example. In the morning, when I'm going to go work out, but I don't really want to. And I don't mean in terms of like, you know, my body doesn't want me to, because I'm also trying to listen to my body and make better choices based off what my body needs. But I mean like when my brain is just being like a little baby and I'm like, man, I don't want to go do my workout, even though I know that I should do my workout. I think about myself in the future. I think of instead of 6 a.m. me, who's already in her workout clothes, I think of 6 p.m. me who wants to be in her comfy sweats and just be like done with working and done with like doing things like that. 
And when I think about 6 p.m. me, of course I can do a workout at 6 p.m., but I know that I'm not gonna be as motivated. So when I think of 6 p.m. me, I'm thinking of a less motivated version of me. And I'm thinking of how annoyed I'm gonna be later when I've had this like hanging over my head all day and I didn't just get it done and how much less energy I have at night. And then how I'm gonna have to like wash my hair again if I get really sweaty and like doing two hair wash hours in one day, like no way, that is not happening. I barely even wash my hair a couple times per week. I'm not doing it twice in one day, right? So I play it out until I'm just like, screw this. I'm just doing it right now. Right? So it takes a second to catch yourself in real time. But when you catch yourself saying, I'll do this later, or in some cases, like I'll do this tomorrow, try and not borrow motivation from a future version of you. If you could just instead do it now, right? Like really tapping into that future version of you. And I can use this as motivation too, where like, I can think about future me when my workout is done and I'm proud. And that future version of me is only like 45 minutes away, right? If I just go start the freaking workout and I get it done. So tapping into visualizing yourself in a future hour or later that day or later that week, that's a really good like short-term solution that again, sounds super simple, but when you actually implement it, it's so dang powerful, right? So that's one thing that I've been doing. Another option, give you a couple tools in your toolbox or things that I'm doing that might be helpful for you. Another thing I do is I try and plug into my future vision like physically in any way that I can. And an example of this is my fiance, Sina, and I, we love to Zillow. We love to like look at properties and houses, but we're not like the regular Zillow people. We're like the creeper Zillow people. And what I mean is like, we actually like drive around neighborhoods that we'd want to live in. And then we Zillow why we're parked in front of the actual house that we want to live in. And like we Zillow from the street. And I know that's kind of weird, but maybe you do that too, or you can connect with this. And what we also do is we'll actually like park and we'll walk around the neighborhood and pretend like we live there to just like feel the vibes of the neighborhood that we can't maybe afford to live in yet, but are, are building our life to live in. And I've actually thought about like how creepy this would be, but I've mentioned to Cena before. I'm like, would it be weird if I like knocked on that person's door and then I just asked them if I could like go sit in their bed and just like visualize waking up in their bed and like put myself in that life? Like that's weird, but you know, sometimes I'm weird and you never know. I might just do that one day, but I haven't done that yet. Point is, how can you tap into your future version of you with what you're working on now? Is there any creative ways that you can do that? Right? Like, like, like we do with real estate. And I've found that it's been really helpful for me as a reminder, like giving me this actual experience of like, why am I working so hard? Well, I'm working hard to give my future self options. And one of the options that I'd love to give my future self is an option of living in a particular neighborhood with what that could look like. I might change my mind, but it's going to drive me now to keep wanting to show up because I can feel the actual vibe of what I'm working toward. Right? And then another idea. I've shared this on the podcast before, but I want to make sure that you really think about this tactically that because it's helped me so much, honestly, just deepen this relationship with my future self. It's writing a letter to myself now from a future version of me, whether it's a year from now or two years from now or five years from now. It sounds weird, but it's so freaking powerful. And I think what makes it really powerful is if you actually like step into it. Like when you're writing a letter to yourself now, you're literally thanking yourself for the work that you're putting in now to give your future self, the you know, the person that you're writing the letter from, more options. And like anything, the more vivid that you can get, the more powerful it is. So when you're writing from future you to current you, look around. Think about what's different in your life. Like what has changed 
in that year or two years or five years or whatever it is, right? Like, how does it feel? What does it smell like? What do you see? Like, what does it feel like to be in that stage of your life that you're in that, you know, was gifted to you by current you? Like, What is you in the future grateful for that you have now? Opportunities that you have, the relationship that you have, the impact that you've made, the dollars in your bank account, right? The health that you have, whatever it may be. Really get crystal clear on what those things are that you actually can feel gratitude for current you for. And just deepen that relationship that you're not just showing up for you now, you're showing up for her. And finally, What's been so powerful for me too is creating more containers to think. And some people are big journalers. That's actually not my go-to. I'm not a big journaler. But if that's you and that works for you, like keep doing that. But when you really just think about this idea that we're like running around constantly, like we are running around like 800 miles per hour. We've got so many dang tabs open our brain and like so much stimulus coming at us. Like it's just like the world feels crazy. So we've got to create more containers in our life to sit and think. And for me, what works so well is I am so dang intentional with my unplugged time. Even as someone who builds a business on social media, I am so good at getting unplugged where I'm not constantly within an arm's length distance of my phone or I'm not consuming other people's content. Like I'm in social media, building that business, and then I'm off of it, which is why I'm such a proponent of mental health because I literally practice what I preach versus just talking about it, you know? So... I want to make sure that I'm creating, you know, this container for myself to get to think and dream and visualize and wonder and just like hang out with my own thoughts. And like I said, that looks different for everybody. But I'm a big fan of walking. So every morning, my dog Lizzie and I go for a four-mile walk. After I do my workout in the morning with my fiance, he goes to work. And then Lizzie and I do a four-mile walk um, down here in downtown Austin. And every evening, Cena and I go for a a two-and-a-half-mile walk after we eat dinner. And we just, like, chat and get to catch up. And I love doing that. So if you don't have time unplugged with a significant other, like, that is our jam. We've been doing that for years. But in particular, that morning walk, I spend a lot of time thinking about how I'm showing up in my life. And I think about how what I'm doing today, like that day that I'm thinking, is positively impacting or negatively impacting me tomorrow or in a month or in three months, six months, a year. I really think about this relationship and I toggle back and forth. I think about what options I'm creating for myself later by showing up now. And I've just made that a habit, like a a practice that I do this and have these conversations with myself in my head. And it's really powerful. So How can you create some space in your day to do that? How can you find some time to like be alone with your actual thoughts? And an idea, if you're like super busy, you're like, oh my gosh, Keish, I, you know, I have a side business and I have a full-time job and I'm responsible for keeping like two tiny humans alive. And you're just like all like, oh my gosh, I have so much. Maybe there's some time like in your car where you're listening to a podcast, but then there's like five minutes where you don't have any music on. And you just get into the habit of like thinking and deepening that relationship with future you and really just like thinking about it consciously. And again, it's a simple concept, which is like, you know, it's so easy to understand, which is why I love this. Because when it's implemented, even though it's really easy, when it's implemented, it can change the whole game because you're just going to want to keep showing up because it's not just about you. So truly, at the end of the day, remember, 
your goals and your vision and this future that you want for yourself, it actually is not about you, just you. Because of course it's about the other people in your life. Maybe a significant other or kids or future kids. I think a lot about our future kids, you know, friends. I think about, you know, my friends, future kids and their current kids, like family, the ways that I'm showing up that can impact them in a positive way or in a negative way. I think a lot about that, but also like you're not doing it for you now. You're also doing it for you later. You're doing it for the woman who's going to be looking back at you like three months from now, six months from now, a year from now. She's going to be beaming with pride over the woman that you've become, knowing all of the times that you wanted to give up on this dream or this goal that you were working on and you didn't give up. Knowing all of the times that you thought about her before she even existed. You literally created her. How freaking cool is that? She's going to be so grateful for all of the confidence that you gifted her, the options that you gave her, the life that you built for her by taking it day by day, just creating her in real time. She is counting on you, literally. And I don't even have to know you in person to know that you're committed to showing up for her. You're listening to a personal growth podcast. A lot of you have been connected in my personal development community. You're doing extra work, girl. You are doing the work to make her proud. I am so proud of you because how you show up to life is also a testimony of what's possible for other people. I say that all the time, but gosh, girl, it matters. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing the unsexy work to become the best version of you. I'm so excited for future you. You're creating her right now. You're doing amazing. And I'm so grateful that we're on this journey together. So I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.